Oof, topic for today is control. And um, I'm going to describe to you what it's been like for me letting go of control and moving into trust and faith in my life. So um, last week I was looking at um, who I have become in my life and um, there was a very, very confronting realization that was being shown to me and that was I manage everything, control, manage, direct, drive and I you know have a little bit of a superwoman syndrome where I am so so good at checking the boxes doing the things following through um hyper for hyper performing right and it's a beautiful beautiful gift there is absolutely nothing wrong with that right some of you have that, some of you don't. I have about half of our clients who have that and half of those who don't, okay? And, um, and it's um, one shade of perfectionism is the control and the overdoing. And the other side of it is hiding, Perfection, perfectionist hiding, right? Not checking the boxes, Instead, they're avoiding all the boxes. All right, so there's two ways one can go controlling the universe, right? One is not even putting themselves out there because they are so terrified of failure, whatever's going to happen, whatever you have. Honestly, I'm not the expert on that. We have Jay on our team who has overcome that. And we have both overcome a lot um, around failure by failing our previous brick and mortar businesses. Right, so we have we were on a similar pathway, but she was the perfectionist in hiding, right? Um, having to have everything look perfect before she put it out there, and I was the the overfunctioning, uh, super doer, right? Sort of personality. So um, I'm not so sure there is a difference in level of consciousness. It's just different tactics. To keep ourselves from trusting, really keeping ourselves from trusting God, right? And I have talked about God before, and that not being the guy in the sky playing billiard, but that being God being everything, the universe. But by universe, I don't mean the stars. I mean your morning cup of coffee, the bird singing outside, the message you get that triggers you. Um, you know, everything, meaning everything, no exception that is guiding you on this path to make this journey in alignment, in, in, in alignment with your intention, your spiritual intention, whatever that is. Right. So, um, however, right. There's ego and there's your soul and your ego does not trust God, all things at all. It is so terrified and it has to do with childhood trauma or micro trauma that happened and you stop trusting because you're like wait this is not a way to be something happens you decide no 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 I need to build a way to be and for some people that way of being becomes the superwoman overfunctioning, uh super duper productive that is how you 
keep yourself safe, right? It feels safe for you to be deciding quickly, doing stuff, chuk, 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 you know, checking the boxes, doing things super, super fast, you know, uh, hyper-performing, right? And for some people, it's the opposite. For them, it's safer to avoid, to delay, to take more time, to make decisions, to hide, to uh, keep things, um, you know, a little more ambiguous sometimes. So everybody has, you know, is, I think, I believe that everybody falls, falls either one way or the other. And we see this in our program, right? And here's the thing. The overfunctioners, superdoers, uh, go-getters, sort of like people like me who are very comfortable taking the action and making decisions as that's our modus operandi, do tend to achieve results faster, of course, because that's our strong suit, right? And so we tend to also make money faster right? And if you're going, well, shit, I'm the other way. Uh, in, in business, I'm a lost cause. Well, that, that, the, here's the thing. It doesn't matter because um, we don't achieve happiness that way. We might feel accomplished, but feeling accomplished is not joy or unconditional love, right? So I am not so sure there's a difference between joy or levels of consciousness or any of that between the two, right? Either of those can be, you know, happy or unhappy or whatever. But in, in general, the overfunctioner will tend to get more done because that is our safety, right? So last week um, I prayed in during my ceremonies and in between, show me who I've become. I pray to God to show me who I've become. And what I started seeing was just how deep this control was running. Just it, it being everywhere in every moment of everything I was doing. It was even in the prayer itself. I wanted to be shown this way, but not that way, right? This is how I wanted to receive the information. I wanted to be easy and clear and blah, 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 blah. And it's the managing, right? It's us subconsciously managing everything that goes around us, right? And of course, uh, again, it's our strong suit. And it's, it's a gift because it allows us to produce a lot. Of course, it also has an Achilles heel. And that is impatience. We start treating people as tools and objects, right? Either they serve us or they don't, right? Either they're useful to us or they're not useful to us. We hire people and we don't really love them. We just care about their performance, right? Even though we say we love them. We just care if they are getting shit done or they're not getting shit done, right? Then we get clients. As business coaches, we get clients, right? And what happens? <laughs> we care about, are they doing the thing they're supposed to be doing, getting the results, or are they not, right? 
And it's very difficult to genuinely care about their happiness or their joy and their actual transformation. Okay? Because with a control comes a lot of expectations. Expectations of our client's success, right? And the disappointments, constant game of expectation and disappointment when things are not going the way we want them to go. Okay? So that's actually, so, it, you know, when you, when we go back to the map of consciousness and things being over the level 200, you know, Dr. David R. Hawkins' map of consciousness, things being over 200, you know, integrous versus below 200, non-integrous, I think this is actually positive ego, right? It's still ego, but I think it's positive ego. Um, I think diligence calibrates about 210, uh, hard work about 200, um, you know, managing things somewhere in the 200. So it's positive ego is not a bad thing at all, right? It's, it's, it's good, right? Uh, it's, it's a form of empowerment. You think about it. But also it has its downfalls and there is lack of trust and you are missing so, so, so much. You're missing out on whatever's above that level. You're missing on the true correct connection. You're missing on freedom because you're managing everything. There's not a lot of freedom and there, you're missing on, you're definitely missing on love. Like you say, I don't know if anybody, if you're listening to this, you're relating, please let me know. Like you're welcome to send me a message or whatever, because uh, this has been such a journey for a lot of people. It's like we say, you know, we love people, but then when you start to think like, but I don't really feel it in my heart, right? I have trouble opening my heart and actually feeling this because, because this part doesn't let us, right? It's unproductive to love people, right? So uh, once I started seeing this, I was sitting in a workshop last week. And the word trust kept being thrown around at the perfect time, of course, as I was grappling with this. Because as you begin to um, let go of, or as you begin to see that your modus operandi and who you have become is controlling everything around you. And you're still grappling with this. It is a process. It doesn't happen in an instance. The first stage is starting to sort of see and be very present and paying attention where it shows up. And you will see this everywhere, in every move, in how you eat, how you order food, how you drive, um, how you use your phone, how you do everything. You begin to see the little moves, little subtle moves and the ways of thinking and the way of holding things that you, with which you're managing everything around you and the world and everything you are sort of manipulating with your thoughts and how you run your life. You're manipulating everything, right? And the chances are, if you are a hardcore control freak like me, 
you are also pretty good at managing your schedule. Because in any given situation, you know when you go to a store and you have five minutes in the store, you will get out, right? You are the fastest shopper. You get shit done because you are sort of like in control of everything. And that's a good thing, again, right? But if you are committed to freedom and joy, then there will come a point and it's probably, it's maybe, I don't know, maybe it's not now, maybe it's years from now, you're going to remember to this podcast episode you listened to and you knew that started the thought process and the, the thinking, oh, you know, it, there will come a time if your spiritual intention is to get to unconditional love where you will be in the process of surrendering this, right? And what I be, mean by surrendering this is not trying to make it go away or being critical of this part of you, not one bit. That is the biggest mistake and I want you to underline this and star this and circle it and rectangle it. I don't want you to miss what I'm saying here. And that is, if you criticize this part of you and tell yourself that is a wrong way to be, that is taking you in the very opposite direction of an unconditional love, not towards it. What there's to do is love this part. Thank this part of you. Talk to it. It has served you your whole life. It's a beautiful and, and now if you're that person, likely you have some funds available which allow you to do some spiritual healing, which allow you to have a life that you love and you do not have to work 24-7. It's a beautiful gift. Okay? Actually, this part, I just uh, thanked my business coach. It's like, yeah, I was running my business totally inauthentic. And it allowed me to have the financial means to uh, spend three weeks out of the last 10 in deep healing in high-end um, jungle retreat center. <laughs> um, you know, um it's stuff like that, that it just needed to happen because the ego would have never said yes to if I didn't have the funds, you know, because it seemed like too much to, too, too self-lovey for me to have, have done that if I didn't have the means. So it all just needed to happen. And I'm very, very, very thankful that to that part. Now, as you begin to thank this part of you, and this control freak version of you, as you begin to think that part, you will notice that it's no longer you. You will notice that it's, it's a, an aspect of you, but it's not your spiritual self. And in that moment, you have a choice. You can go and manage and drive you know, you'll have three hours a day when you're just like, I'm just going to let you run the show, dear control, get shit done, let's do this, I'm totally behind you, let's do this together. And we're going to 
go through a list of 87 checkboxes and feel good about it and awesome, right? You have that option, but it doesn't have to run you, right? So that's what I wanted to share with you. I hope it resonates a little. Please never make yourself wrong about the so-called or what you consider negative aspects of you because all they are asking for is love and acknowledgement, okay? They have served you a very, very long time and without those, it's, it's how you have survived, right? But for the sake of spiritual growth, there comes a time where we need to befriend them instead of be them so that we can be coming from our soul, from our spiritual self aspect of us and sort of lead from that place rather than from the parts, from these aspects that are, um, that are um, still evolving, right? That are working on their own evolution. I hope that makes sense. Hope this was um, helpful. And um, reach out if you have any questions or you want to work with us or, or whatever you have. Oopsie. I realized something after I recorded this podcast and wanted to add this in um, as I forgot um, my original understanding of this. And it's such a great reminder. So what we're actually controlling is our own, what we're trying to control is our own experience. Okay. You always want to feel a certain way, whether it's upbeat or inspired or enthusiastic or optimistic or whatever it is, that is what you're trying to protect with your overdoing and with your action taking. Okay. And when we don't feel this way and this morning, you know, I have, I was feeling just kind of blah, not super inspired, just kind of like, ugh, you know, don't feel the usual high. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, am I losing my mojo, whatever. And then I was like, oh, I'm doing this again. I'm trying to control my experience, right? And part of really trusting the divine is trusting that however, whatever emotion is coming up exactly is the emotion that I need to be sitting with, right? That is the exact emotion we need to be sitting with. So uh, the quicker you start practicing being with the emotions you have in the moment, the better. 